What is good, everybody? Welcome to The Basement. This is a part two. Guy and I wrapped up the last podcast and I mean we, the, the mics were just hot and we kept on talking just uh just talking with guys still so this is a part two I, I highly suggest uh going in and checking out part one because this could be a little bit out of context but once again you can find guy welsh at www.mpowerfinancialgroupllc.com he's the man around tucson Retirement planning, investing, just getting you set up. You know, you got to get your money right. But here's a little, a uh, little more postcast from from the last episode. So I hope everybody enjoys. Check on a vet, hug your loved ones, and everybody be cool. I'm a jerk. Most people don't like me, but the problem is you just don't see things how I see. Everybody's bad. They bastard go to we're bastard on the inside, see what I'm getting after Everybody in the world ain't worth what they know I'm surrounded by his pussies, dicks, and assholes So let's go, grab your steel and hit the highway Keep it chambered up, cause ain't got no time for high praise Think about shit from back in the day Reminisce on cruise control as I'm riding up the highway I remember back when I didn't have a care Playing spin the bottle with Mary from upstairs Way before the weed and way before the liquor Way before my stepdaddy realized that I get bigger there's a lot of thoughts that make sure I can't sleep. I feel like I'm going crazy, like my life is complete. Man, I wrote, uh, the, the, like, the Kobe shit's really, like, fucking with me. Like, Megan looked at me last night. She's like, what? Like, why are you so somber? I'm like, I'm barely over Nipsey Hussle. Right. Like, I don't know if I am yet. Right. Like, it, like Los Angeles took such a big hit in the last eight months. No doubt. Like, people actually get, like, you don't get to the levels they got without giving back. Yep. Like, it gave so much back to both of them. Like, I, I can't even, I mean, I did, but it's hard for me to talk about Kobe without talking about Nipsey Hussle. Mm-hmm. What those guys were doing for the city of Los Angeles, for their immediate circles, f- for their communities, right. the country, and in turn, the bigger picture of the world. Right. Like, I, I truly think they were on pace to see, change but, the world. See, I think that, that might be why... I, Nipsey fucked with me a lot, but Nipsey was killed out of an... Nipsey was killed by evil. Yeah. Like, Nipsey was shot, right? Like, like a bad... Without getting into, like, the intricacies of who the guy was that shot him, who sent the guy, right? Nipsey was brought down by people who didn't like what he was doing, because he was doing things and giving back and creating a positive atmosphere and creating what Nipsey was creating, he was killed for that, right? People didn't like what he was doing because it was too positive, right? He was giving back too much. He was, he was raising the, the mindset of typically a, 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 a neighborhood in L.A. that is high gangbang activity, right? Um, high violence. And Nipsey was trying to educate people to, you know, learn, educate yourself, be better, yeah. be a better person, right? Kobe was fucking killed in a helicopter crash. An accident. Yeah. Like, it wasn't like Kobe was killed on the streets by an angry fan. I could feel, I'd feel stronger or less, I, would, I wouldn't feel as angry if that would have happened because now I'm like, okay, that is obviously evil taking out somebody good. 
right? Just mm-hmm. like with Nipsey. Evil took out Nipsey. Right. Kobe fucking died in a helicopter crash. It was a fucking accident. Like, a brutal fucking accident, right? Now, whether you want to see it as evil or not, I didn't see it as, fuck, that shouldn't have happened. Right? Yeah, Nipsey didn't have to die either, but that was... Someone did it. You the, know what I'm saying? Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, it does. I think that's why Kobe hits so many people so hard is because it was like, oh, fuck. Like, it's the scale. It's the global scale of basketball. Like, whether you're into basketball or not, it is global. It is huge in this country. Yeah. It is twice as huge in China, across Europe. Yeah. Like, it's soccer, basketball, and probably a distant, close second basketball, and probably a distant third baseball for global sports popularity. Mm-hmm. And basketball players have such a platform. No doubt. Such a platform. And and he just used that as a catalyst for his next, his next thing. But the ramifications of losing one of the greatest to have walked with us at the beginning of the story drastically changes the motherfucking story. Yeah. The impact is generational. So much good is gone. May more fucking bad drop for this one. Universal balance, game on. Hmm. So what I mean by that is it is now up to us, everyone in the world, to output some of Kobe, some of Nipsey, you know, some of Leonard Nimoy, like just that goodness, that positivity. Like we have to counteract and come to a place as a people in society where we're working together and overcoming, you know, evil, bad, you know, things that can throw us off balance. Like just, and it's all positivity, you know, starting within yourself. Right. What you eat, how you take care of your body, how you rest. You know, there's a lot to that. I just wonder what his family's like. It's so fucked, dude. I can't imagine, like, Vanessa getting that call. They took off at just after 9 a.m., regular every day. Yeah, tripping the helicopter. And I take the helicopter. Every Single time I go there. Yeah. I mean, it's just I, a normalcy. And I do that to spend 45 minutes, not three hours, so I can take that two hours and 15 minutes. And be with... Give the, it back two, four hour, four and a half hours, and that's back to my family. Right. Whether that be coaching, spend, right. spending time right. together, whatever it is. Like, productive. Like, it was, it was a lean process for him. Like, okay, where can I trim the fat? Where can I maximize the most time? Okay, it's to do this. Right. And the only reason he took helicopters places was to have more time with his family. But, like that's. He, yeah, he's yeah. I've I've heard people say, oh, you know, you shouldn't have taken his helicopters. Like, could have fucking died in a car accident too, bro. Like, like. Well, that's that's just a short sightedness. It is. That's somebody who hasn't come to grips with people, where they came from, and they're outputting that. They don't have any type of relationship with death. Like Kobe Bryant's time was done. Right. Like, unfortunately, his right. time was done. We we don't get, we were never going to, no matter what era that brain fell itself in right. on the on the universal scale of your soul, it, it was destined to be done. There's people who die of old age who did a lot of bad things. There's babies who die who never did anything, and their purpose on this earth was to leave people with grief. Sure. Like, that can be your purpose. Mm-hmm. My purpose in this lifetime was to not be here very long to give somebody else's soul something to deal with. Right. 
to grieve upon. And, right. And hopefully that's something, when it comes to grief, I feel like we should all grieve in public you know, with one another. That's why I was so moved last night and brought like beyond tears mm-hmm. as I'm cleaning my kitchen up like I do every night, just listening to the Shaquille O'Neal interview and then the Jerry Jerry West interview. Mm. Just like, just watching those two get that vulnerable publicly, mm-hmm. I, it, it just, it, that's how we as a people should deal with stuff, you know, because the person next to you may need to grieve as well. You grieve with each other, right? you know, so it, it's, it's wild. It's wild, the life we live. Why does your cup say Daniel, your Starbucks cup? <laughs> My name's Daniel. Dude. <laughs> My mother named me Daniel Christopher Rain. Somewhere along the lines, I had a stepdad involved. I've had several stepdads, but one of them, I had a hyphenated last name. So my name was Daniel C. Rain Slegel. Okay. I get back in touch with my dad in high school. He comes back around. We start forming a relationship. And I take his last name. So it's Daniel Christopher Odin. 15 years later, we go through some turmoil and like, man... I part of my legacy is not going to be your name. Right. And I'm not going to turn it around. I'm not going to try to own this name and turn it around. Right. It's this is very personal. Like you've walked out on me twice. Right. You have made the active decision to not be a part of my life. Twice. You don't deserve me. You don't deserve to know my family. Hmm. You deal with whatever you got to deal with and you know, if we can come to amends before one of us leaves this earth, then then great. If not, that is what it is. Uh, so I changed my name after all that to uh, I took his last name as my first name because still my dad. He's still a part of me, um, and I feel I felt at the time I was gonna do something with my name, and I wanted something memorable, something marketable, something that on paper looks looks well and whether that be a business card a website mm-hmm. whatever okay well i'm taking my mom's lit last name back so that's established mm-hmm. rain the one i was born with okay well i'll just drop the christopher i know i don't necessarily even like that middle mm-hmm. name it's a lot of letters so uh definitely definitely more so letters. yeah i just went with odin daniel rain my household calls me daniel you know i'm still daniel to the family that's what i was named but no kidding yeah i didn't know that yeah i never told you that's gnarly yeah so I, it's it's different. It's wild. What is in a name? So at Starbucks, I, when they ask you for your name, you tell them Daniel. Yeah, and I get confused sometimes. I'll tell people at houses my name's Daniel. <laughs> really? Yeah. But on your business card, you have Odin. Yeah, it's my legal name. It keeps it. It's easy. It's easy to remember. I want people to. You know, right. It's it's rare. You know. So. So what do? So okay. So. Do people ever start calling you Daniel when they started calling you Odin? Have you ever ran into that yet? Like to where someone feels like they know you better and they call you Daniel instead of Odin. No. No. Could that ever happen? Yeah, probably. I mean, Tyler are getting pretty pretty close. Probably be calling me Daniel soon. But <laughs> I was called Odin for so long anyways. Right. I mean, that's what's on my name tape, you mm. know, militarily. No kidding. Yeah, so, I mean, that's... it wasn't too difficult to transition. Sure. For me. Oh, fuck. I'm going to be all fucked up now. <laughs> Well, it's like I'm a, what, what is in a name? I'm a dude without a name. My name's been fucked from jump. 
Yeah. Like, as soon as it got hyphenated with Russ Slegel, like a dude I got nothing right. to do with. Like, it's been fucked. And I'm also like a dude without a home. Like, I grew up all around. I don't have that childhood best friend. I was all around Minnesota mm-hmm. suburbs, far south in cornfields to like north, closer to St. Paul, to in the city, you know, Illinois, Wisconsin. I'm a dude without a name and a dude without a home. Mm-hmm. Generationally speaking, I come from a long line of motherfuckers who ain't done anything. Like nobody's done much of anything. Just little bits here and there, some a few degrees, you know, some engineers. Nothing on a large scale to change the direction of a family. So, like, my dad's side, it's all the immediate ones who raised him. It's just street hustlers, you know, pimps, you know, drug addicts. You know? mm-hmm. So that, that street shit. And then on my mom's side, I'm third generation American citizen. Like, my, my grandpa, my mom's dad... Dad is from from England, so my grandpa's first generation. My mom was born here, so mm-hmm. I got this weird dichotomy within me, and it's and they're poor farmers. They tilled land, so mm-hmm. it's just like I got this one side of just wild ass, you know, crazy DNA, and this other side of you know, simple minded. I don't want to say farmers are simple minded, but like the rains, they didn't own farms. Okay, they they, they were farmed the farmers. Land. They farmed right. land, right. and it's a, it's a special skill. And I don't want to discount it, but nobody who did anything to elevate the next generation to a higher level of being, to the the equipment to deal with emotions as they come, just how to just properly navigate through society, those those messages didn't pass on to me. I'm trying to absorb and and relearn. I had to learn myself just just recently. And still, as I do that, reflect on all the situations that got me to where I am. All right. Okay. Got it. I'm here, so now what are we going to do move, moving forward mm-hmm. and just building the principles based on past mistakes, Ray Dalio. Mm. You know, that's what he says. So, yeah, made a lot of mistakes, a lot of them, and I feel it's up to me to just change the course of history just immediately. Right. Somebody, my sons are going to change the world. There's a quote, it's, uh, and I forget who it's by, forgive me, but uh, sh- show me... Show me a great man who's the son of a great man. Doesn't exist. You know, great men, historically speaking, have all had... They've come from... Bratty sons to, you know, think they can get away with shit. So I want to... And that's like, yeah. Okay, yeah. Most people you look up to uh, in the context of a man to admire and aspire to be, kind of walk with or follow their path, like, they came... from a lot of nothing or, you know, were abandoned or beaten, yeah. you know, in, no in whatever way. So I want to change that. Like, that has to change. Just we as men in society have to output the love and come down to our kids' levels when we speak to them mm-hmm. and, and just share, you know, what you're dealing with. Like, Megan and Mark, uh, the dude who's in town from Minnesota, they were going somewhere and it, it's Sunday morning mid or early afternoon and G wanted to go. It's like, nah, man, no, you're standing. He started having a, like, a, a you know temper tantrums right. too. So I just grabbed him. It's like, no, Daddy's sad. You want to learn about Kobe Bryant? And like, he's he changed a little bit. He's, he's heard the name. I have highlights on. I watch interviews mm-hmm. on YouTube and stuff. So I sat down. I just put on like a ten minute highlight highlight reel. And 
I don't care if you understand or not. I'm still going to talk to you. So I explained to him who Kobe Bryant was, like where he came from. He had a great career, what he did in his last game, how he was a father and had children. And he died today, you know? And I, you know, I kind of stopped it there, drifted off, just watching basketball. And then we played some basketball. Like he immediately, though, stopped his temper tantrum and mm-hmm. he was into what I said. He absorbed it. And not today, but. Monday and Tuesday, he was, uh, he'd said Kobe Bryant a few times in whatever sentence I couldn't quite put together mm-hmm. and grabbing a basketball. So, like, he, something resonated with him. You know, it's just like, that's the stuff, the above and beyond. Like, yeah, sure, you can go to the store with your mom and not have to deal with your temper tantrum. Right. But that's a fit you have to have. That's an emotion you got to go through because not every time mommy leaves, you get to go. Exactly. Sometimes you're going to hang out with the men and we're going to we're going to talk about some stuff right now and we're going to go through it and you you are going to help me work through this mm-hmm. at the very early stage of I don't even know what emotions I'm even dealing with. I wasn't the biggest Kobe fan as a basketball player. Like me as a basketball player, like I I loved and respected the game and and who he was and he left his imprint on it, but right now I'm affected by the 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 chapter 2. Like man, what he was going to bring. Man, right? that the, that mind, just that mind. I'm a jerk, most people don't like me But the problem is you just don't see things how I see Everybody's bad, they bastard go to bastards We're bastard on the inside, see what I'm getting after Everybody in the world ain't worth what they know All my surrounded by is pussies, dicks, and assholes So let's go, grab your steel and hit the highway Keep it chambered up cause ain't got no time for high breaks Think about shit from back in the day Reminisce on cruise control as I'm riding up the highway I remember back when I didn't have a care and spin the bottle with Mary from upstairs Way before the weed and way before the liquor Way before my stepdaddy realized that I get bigger There's a lot of thoughts that make sure I can't sleep I feel like I'm going crazy, like my life isn't complete Me and my Me and my nine millimeter Me and my Me and my 357 Me and my Me and my 12 gauge shoddy Me and my I'm some kind of maniac mixed with a bit of bliss I'm throwing a split finger, the type that you surely miss I'm bent in the brain, don't even know if I exist I'm never coming back because I'm stuck in the abyss So stop and search, this is a danger zone Get your mind right before your mind gets blown I have entered a higher level Opened a new chapter, came across crazy dimensions I gotta think faster, heart rate is chilling And I feel cool, don't really like being me But I'd hate to be you Crazy flows like y'all know Still developing and I'm 26 years old Me and my Me and my 38 special Me and my Me and my little 380 Me and my Me and my Glock 31 Me and my Me and my guns having real fun Let me tell you how I'm overdosing crazily Inside my mind is shit that goes down drastically Regardlessly, it's big things that wind up titanically In a mind so creatively Take a note from righteously Precision like a surgery Destroying you so crucially Pick you apart so logically It turns into psychology I run shit pretty violently Overturn your damn hypocrisy My games are my philosophy Now give me an apology Something you can never do is match my abilities My overall capabilities will uprise a society Ain't this about a bitch How I'm killing this shit lyrically You want nothing to do with me Cause I'm
I got a new fatality, I stay with the upright hand So back the fuck away from me, dementia overcomes my thoughts Like a fucking stampede, trouble sleeping at night Cause I have a lot of bad dreams I'm trying to free myself, but nobody can hear my damn screams